Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. As always, I'm really excited because we have another amazing entrepreneur on today. And joining us from Alberta, Canada is our guest, and his name is Sean Bailey. Sean, you are the founder of PMA Lifestyle Limited, short for Positive Mental Attitude. Sean, how are you today? I'm doing really good. Excited to be here. I'm looking forward to this. Excellent. I'm really excited to have you on as well. I know you're going to bring a lot of value to the audience and a lot of great stories to share. So I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about what your business is, how you got into it and who you serve. For sure. So my thing right now is to work with primarily coaches. Um, the main reasons that I like to work with coaches is that I feel like coaches, consultants, experts, course creators, they make the world a better place. They're giving knowledge to the world and helping people uh, accomplish things, transform their lives and do better things. So entrepreneurship really wasn't something I thought about when I was younger. It was only once I actually got married, settled in, I was married and working that nine to five. And then everyone's got those friends where they post little inspirational quotes online. Mm -hmm. And I saw one of those ones. And the one that actually resonated with me and got me to actually take that first piece of action was nobody ever got rich being an employee. And of course, at that time, like my main goal was like, oh, let's get rich. That's That was it. It wasn't even like a dollar amount. It was just get rich. So that's how I took the first step in. But like, I didn't know anything about business. I hadn't had any kind of business training. So the first thing I did was promptly go and make a big mistake. I went out and created a product and then tried to sell it. Now, this was in... It was around 2013 when Kindle books started outselling physical books. So it was like, oh, like I'd seen maybe a couple emails or something and be like, oh, get rich selling Kindle books, right? Okay, sure. Let's do that. So I had a book ghostwritten. I spent, I don't know, hundreds of dollars getting this book ghostwritten. I didn't know anything about the niche. I thought it was a great niche to go into. And I don't even want to say the name of the book because it sold zero copies. So I don't want anyone to go and accidentally buy one. But <laughs> it was for it was for single parents. And it was like as if single parents probably, they probably don't buy books on how to make life better. They probably don't have a lot of money flowing around. So yeah, it was a total failure, total flops. And then I discovered information products. And that was like, okay, this is right up my alley, especially when it came to internet marketing and the whole tech side. That part was really easy for me to understand and really easy for me to explain to other people. So I turned into information products and sell it. And that was like the first thing that was like a little bit of success. When you're trying to make a fire, you get a little bit of smoke coming from this thing. But what I didn't know was copywriting at all. It is not something that's taught in school. It's contrary to how people are taught to write. So I would have to hire copywriters. And one day I got a very poor piece of copy from a copywriter that I paid a good amount of money for. And I just read it over. I didn't think it was very good. And I just said, you know what? That's enough of this, right? I'm going to learn how to do this myself so I can write my own copy and I don't have to hire these people anymore. How hard can it be? So <laughs> then I got uh, enrolled with, I went with a company called AWAI and they are one of the best at training copywriters. If you want to write financial sales letters or in the medical field, like you want to make big money as a 
a copywriter, go learn from AWAI and they will teach you how to do it. So I went through the whole process, what they teach you to do. And there's a lot of physical work as well, because I actually had to write out some old school sales letters by hand 10 times, multiple sales oh, wow. letters in it. But it works though. It creates this kind of connection between your mind, like your hand and your brain by doing it. So I went through their process. I submitted my, my sales letter for review, went through the exam and whatnot and got a fancy badge saying I was a copywriter. But when I wrote up a sales letter for myself, for one of my products, I put it out there, sent some traffic to it and it converted. So it was like, okay, this is awesome. I never have to hire a copywriter again. I can write my own copy. And then it evolved from there because I would put videos on YouTube. So I would get people coming to me saying, hey, can you build me this type of funnel? And then I was able to increase the value of the offer because I could say, yeah, not only will I build your funnel, but I'll write the copy for it as well. And evolved from that. Like one week I'm doing like a high ticket application funnel. The next week I'm doing someone's info product or book funnel which is cool, but that means I have to actually sit down and read that book or go through that product and take a lot of notes in order to be able to write the copy for it. So I was making money, but I wasn't loving my business. And that's just a recipe for burnout. So right, right around that time is when I ran in a seven-figure guru, seven-figure entrepreneur. I was in a, a Facebook group for copywriters and he put an ad in there saying, hey, I'm looking for copywriters. And I went through the application process for that and started working with his clients and learned a lot of really cool stuff about what it takes to have a seven-figure business as an online coach. And first and foremost is that you're going to need a team. As a solo individual doing that kind of thing, you're going you're gonna to top out at a certain income level per month, probably not enough to get to break down a million dollars a year. It's like 83,000 a month. So I got to see the inner workings of his business, work with his clients and learn some really cool stuff about application funnels, especially when it came to speed of execution, getting, getting the first step for those clients was like, let's get this offer hammered out and test it. Right. If it's you get some hands raised, people are interested, it's a good offer. Okay, on to step two. Step two is not to go and build like a monstrous 400 slide webinar. It's make a quick 15 minute presentation and get people signing up. I learned a ton of stuff working with them. And where I am now is I stopped with the client work because I wanted to just work with people in a course setting. They've gone through the course. Maybe they've read my book. So when they come in, like they were already speaking my language, it's easier to communicate with them. They understand where I'm coming from. Then they get into a course with me and then we can just meet up once a week to get their questions answered because that's getting a course and not following through is one of the main drawbacks to putting an online course out there. But if someone can, they've got a question, so whatever the roadblock is, get it out of the way so they can keep progressing forward. And that's where, where I am now. And it's about helping coaches, putting out products like that, but also meeting people like you, entrepreneurs like you and developing partnerships and relationships. Amazing. Absolutely love it. Thanks for sharing that story with us. Now, I wanted to ask you about funnels specifically. I know that it's something that so many entrepreneurs, especially if you're on the online space, like you basically have to have a funnel these days. What are mm -hmm. some of the biggest misconceptions that entrepreneurs tend to have about funnels or like maybe some of the biggest mistakes they make with them? Yeah, I would say probably the biggest misconception is that they need something really complex, like a good like a million dollar funnel. Once I was working with that entrepreneur and I got to see inside and see what he was doing, I thought there was going to be, okay, here, I'll show you inside my ClickFunnels account. And I thought, oh my God, there's going to be like 25 steps and it's going to be just this insane complex thing. But it was really, it was only three pages. It was just a landing page, a page with the presentation. That's a short, I say, uh, most people want to create a webinar. I call this the reverse webinar because it's nice and short and tight. And then a page with, with your calendar, or you don't even need that third page because you could send them to the calendar link. But the other thing that I see a misconception or mistake that people make is they're just trying to jam as many people as they can into that calendar and fill it up with appointments because it's just a numbers game. We can convert them. But what if you flip the script 
and get people coming in who are like, you're not chasing them and getting them into the calendar. They're getting on the calendar with the hopes of auditioning for you. So what you do is use positioning and clip it around and take the neediness out of your marketing. So when they go and they watch your presentation, then there's a form below and typically people want, you know, like, what's your number one problem or what's holding you back and name website, all that kind of stuff. But flip the script by you throw in a question and say like, why should I take you on as a client? And then just leave a big open and paragraph for them to put in an answer. And now instead of you chasing them, how great is it as a coach to have someone chasing you? And when I first saw this in place, I talked to the guru and we were meeting together one time and he was explaining this to me. And I said, does this really work flipping it around like this and putting questions in like that? And he's here, I'll show you. So he pulled up some screenshots and it was from someone who had come to his application page, watched the video, filled up the application form within 10 minutes, had tracked him down on Instagram, was DMing him saying, take me on. I want to join your program. This looks really awesome. I'll be a good student. And then he was like, I only want people that work really hard and are coachable. And I am, I really want in. And he showed me this conversation. And then he emails him literally a PayPal link for, I think it was $4,800. And this person paid in full just because of the positioning, just because he knew that it wasn't just like a guaranteed thing. And it was just, it was something really cool to see. That is the number one thing I would say, flip it around, make these people feel like instead of you chasing them. Now they're coming after you because they fill out the form and it's not an automatic, okay, here's the calendar. Now it's okay. We'll be in touch within 24 hours. Then you send them a structured email that says, okay, now you've made it to the next round. Nobody's going to ghost on a meeting where they're making it to the next round. Yeah. I love that. That's a great little mind shift. And it really speaks to the difference of having that scarcity mindset where, like you said, I got to get as many people in and on calls as possible because I got to get through a million to hopefully find a good one to, yep. you know what? I choose who I want to work with. There are all kinds of people out there who need my help and want it and are desiring to work with me. And yeah, you just flip it on them like that. I love it. Yeah. It's a higher quality of potential client and a better quality of client once they actually pay and become a client because they want to get that transformation. They're going to work hard. They went through a process to get there. Yeah. Awesome. I'll give you one more story about one more mistake that people make when it comes to, especially the high ticket side. I know because I made this mistake personally, is that they don't, when you got that intake form, if you're doing some type of high ticket offer, they watch your presentation, there's a form that they have to fill out. In that form, get them to tell you what they want to buy. Have some type of multiple choice thing where it says, what are you looking to to invest right now or what package appeals to you the most? And the first one could be, option A could be, I don't have the money to invest right now. And that's okay because you want them to tell you that so you don't, don't waste your time with that person. And it's not like you just cut them off cold. You just send them an email that says, hey, here's maybe a lower tier product or an affiliate product or something like that. They're not ready for it. So that's going to save you. And then option two is do it yourself. I want the course. Option three is done with you. That's your $5,000 group coaching. And then option four is done for you. And that's your $15,000 top tier super package, right? So if you see someone fills that out and they go for top tier, like you're going to want to get on that person right away and you know what to expect versus when I didn't have this form, I got on a call with a person and we had a great talk. It sounded like they would be a good fit for the coaching. And then I said, okay, here's what the price is. And it turned really weird, really fast. And this person was literally begging me like, here, just take me on and then I'll pay you as I make money. And it just got so uncomfortable and so awkward. So save yourself that awfulness by putting in something like that, get them to tell you what they want to pay in advance. Yeah, I love that. And that's also really great for price anchoring, because if you have somebody who's on the cusp or not sure what they're looking to spend or what level of service they want, they can be like, oh, I saw this five grand for your premium. Maybe that's a little too much, but the, the 10 or the eight grand for the other one seems like a great bargain <laughs> compared to those higher numbers. So it definitely helps with that as well. For sure. 
Awesome. Love it. Now, would you tell me about this book? Because you've got a book now about specifically high ticket offers and high ticket funnels. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. It's called High Ticket Funnel Secrets, and it breaks down some of the stuff that we've talked about here, but it breaks down all of the stuff that I learned while working for the guru and then taking it and adapting it and turning it into my own kind of process that I use for other clients. And one of the clients that I worked with right off the bat was a guy named Dominic, and he was an Amazon like e-commerce expert, how to make money, set up a store on Amazon and, uh, and do that. So we worked together and created a presentation for him. And it was really awesome because like I say, when you get a specific type of client who's really motivated and wants to get results, he was able to take that presentation that we made and he brought in, this was gross, was 67,030 days with this presentation. And then he went on and He's got his own fancy two comma club award. So it was really cool to work with him and be kind of like that springboard to the seven figure business that he has now. And uh, it was great as I got to work with him because he was the kind of guy, he wanted to be an entrepreneur so bad. He worked hard and did everything. He quit his last day at FedEx and he recorded the whole thing with his phone and then put it onto Instagram as a reminder for himself to always keep going forward and to, if he ever feels unsure or whatever, you can just look at that video. But it was so cool to work with an entrepreneur who took what we built, scaled it up to over a million dollars and did that. But one of the things I talked about was the reverse webinar. So I break that down and explain how people can construct one for themselves. I show all the pieces that are involved in it. And just to give you a little tease in regards to it, when people do a, what I call a traditional webinar, and you'll see, mm -hmm. and it's like a, a 90 minute presentation, that's a long time, especially when you're dealing with people's attention. There's no chance that people are gonna watch that 90 minute webinar without having three other tabs open or checking their email or playing on their phone or do whatever. So with a nice tight, short reverse webinar, it keeps their attention the whole time, but it really boils down that story part to one slide, right? You're just dropping your kind of authority, expertise and story into one slide. It should take 60 seconds. You can get deep with your backstory and tell them a lot about you with say like the follow-up and email marketing, but that reverse webinar, it's got to hold attention because it is valuable. And I don't think you can go with a 90 minute webinar right off the bat. Then I show some examples of funnels, like what the actual pages look like, breakdown inside of it there. I talk more about how to use positioning throughout your high ticket funnel to, like I say, really just remove all the neediness and make people chase after you. Very cool. And anybody who's interested in finding out more about the book or getting a copy, where can they go for that? Uh, they can go over to it's highticketfunnelsecrets.com and they can go over there and get the book plus some awesome bonuses. I'm actually in the process of putting it on Amazon, but if you go over to the website, you can get the exclusive bonuses from me. Excellent. Love it. All right. Now I want to ask you a little bit more pointed questions about your business. So the first one is this. Sure. I want you to imagine that your business is a hose, right? And you know how hoses can get kinked and the flow can slow off? I want you yes. to imagine that, that the money that comes through your business is going through that hose. What would you say the number one kink in your hoses right now that's keeping more money from flowing through into your business? For me, it's traffic, plain and simple. I've played around with paid traffic, but I definitely haven't mastered it. And I just, I don't like the idea of spending money on paid traffic and getting people into my business as much as I do doing something like this, where I can meet someone like you, I can sit down and talk to you and share some value with you and your audience. And if somebody goes, Hey, I'd 
want to check out this guy's book. I want to learn more about him. Then that's great. Now that's warm traffic that's coming over because essentially with a situation like this versus like a cold ad on Facebook, they click on it, they go over, maybe they buy, maybe they don't. But with something like this, it's more intimate. People get to know they like the cut of my jib or they don't. And if they do, like, it's not just some dude, some page on a website. Now they've heard me, they see my picture and kind of put the two together. And it's just, it's much better traffic. And uh, yeah, right now that's the only kink is just traffic. So now I'm just reaching out and taking the show on the road, but it's not even just doing as many podcasts as I can. I want to do some podcasts, but then there's also the second level next step relationships that I can have. Some people have a podcast, maybe they have an affiliate program or they have an audience where I can contact them and say, Hey, let's do another podcast episode. And then after that, maybe you can promote my product that doesn't compete with you, but it only enhances your business and your audience. Yeah. I love that. It's all about building those relationships. It's so important. Yeah. And like I say, traffic and more business as a result of it. So that's the kind of traffic I want to focus on. That's where the kink is in my business right now is getting more eyeballs onto my stuff. Absolutely. Makes sense. And now tell me, Sean, what would you say is your biggest personal financial goal right now? So my wife works. And so I have it incrementally. I would like to get her just retired from her job. I want to pay off my condo that I have on the side completely pay that off so that it's just nothing but a cash generating asset month after month. And then just, yeah, I want to make sure that financially, as any parent wants, they want to make sure that like their family's taken care of, their children are taken care of. Something that I've done or created that's going to last beyond me and beyond her, hopefully, to her children and her children's children and go from there. When it was first starting, it was about, oh, let's get rich. And I don't know where, but in the advertising online, it was like the mythical amount was like 10K per month. Oh, make your first 10K per month. Get 10K months. I don't know why 10K became like the standard, but it's not. For me, I would say financially, make Making 10K or keeping 10K per month. Like people who are very specific in their advertising about that is what I find appeals to me most at this stage of the game. But for me, financially, anywhere between 10 and 20, but that's like keeping in my pocket. So here in good old Canada, you need to be making about like 35,000 a month if you want to keep 20. Yeah, it's interesting because I think that a lot of people who are on the employee side of things misunderstand what a lot of businesses are like and how much revenue you really need to bring to even just be able to pay yourself well, let alone pay a team. Because you meet people and they say, oh, I'm doing 100K a month in revenue. And then you find out that they're putting four grand a month in their pocket and that's it. Uh, You know, so there's just a lot of mismatch, I think, between expectations and what's actually real. And I'll give you a little insider because I worked with that guru and I worked with some seven figure coaches, but a lot of six figure coaches, but even though six figure coaches, when it broke down and they show if they were using paid advertising, they're like, yeah, I got a two comma club award and I made a million dollars, but I spent $600,000 on ads that year. And then I kept four and then I had to pay this and this. So it's, yeah, there's a lot behind the scenes. When you see someone holding an award or standing in front of a car, just know that there's a lot of production to that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So now beyond the numbers, and you started to allude to it a little bit, but can you tell us what financial freedom is like? Let's say you get to the point where you were able to retire your wife, you're able to back away and not be in the hands-on day-to-day of the business if you don't want to be, and you have as much time and money freedom in your life as you need to basically live the life of your dreams. What are you doing with your time then? I would see it as a three-day work week and a four-day weekend every week, because I just don't think that you can 
completely go so hands off that all you do is just sit on a beach drinking Mai Tais. You got to have some purpose in your life. You got to have something that you're doing. So I would say three days, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I get up and maybe I'm doing something on the computer, talking to my team, talking to whoever I need to, sending out a couple of emails for maybe an hour or two in the morning. And then the day is mine. And then the four day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I just do literally whatever I want. And for me, if it's a nice day, I'm going to be out in my kayak going fishing. If it's rainy, I'm going to be in the garage at my lathe making a bowl or something made out of wood so you know that's the ideal situation for me i would think and then if i'm completely hands-off from the business that's how i would be doing things but if i was still inside and actually coaching because i love this type of thing like doing the interviews makes me a little bit nervous but if i'm hopping on a zoom call something like this where i'm going to be talking with somebody about their funnel their offer their copy something like that i love it i love that kind of stuff that would probably be the last thing to go but yeah for me financial freedom it would equate to yeah just doing the fun stuff that i love making sure that my family's taken care of and my daughter doesn't want for anything and living that kind of life amazing i love it okay so now tell us sean what is one initiative you'd really like to see accomplished within your business in the next 12 months that i want to develop a stack of partners like i want a good 10 to 20 partners that i've done interviews with podcasts maybe we've collaborated on something shared content emailed each other's list something like that because i'm I'm going to go all in on the partnership end of things. It's not that I don't think that paid traffic is a waste or doesn't have its uses. I totally do. For some businesses, it's absolutely effective. For me personally, I'm more of a talk to people type person. I want to just develop those partnerships. And I know that when I do, that's going to lead to the kind of business that I want because it's all about that. If you don't have the business that you want, you're going to be miserable. Even if you're making a lot of money, it's just not going to be worth it. So it's going to develop the business that I want with the kind of people, good people, entrepreneurs that I want to deal with. And yeah, it's just going to, it's just going to transform my business completely. That's a great vision. I think that's what it's all about. Yes, sir. All right. Now, for anybody who wants to find out more about you or what you do, where is the best place for them to go and do that? So if they want to check out my book, they can go to highticketfunnelsecrets.com, grab the book there. And then I've got some, I've got a kind of a free offering, some free training on my website, as well as a new little mini course on lead generation funnels. And that is over at www.shawnbailey.com. That is S-H-A-W-N-B-A-Y-L-E-Y.com. And then any parting words or pieces of advice for entrepreneurs out there? Yeah, just one. So when it comes to your entire entrepreneurial journey, it's not going to be like, like I did this for six months and I got there and boom, it was over. I'm rich and everything's great. It is a long, it is a lifelong journey. There is no end. Once you're an entrepreneur, it just, it just is a lifelong thing. But my number one tip is don't on your entrepreneurial journey. It's always going to be different than someone else's. Mine is going to be different than Chris's versus anyone who's listening, but don't compare yourself to other people. So social media is notorious for that. People will post stuff like, oh, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a month. And all I'm doing is pushing a button. Ignore all that BS stay, just don't compare yourself to them. Just know that you're going through the process as you're supposed to. And that will help you, I think, get all the way, get through the journey or stay on the journey. Yeah, that's absolutely so crucial. It's easy to look at what other people are doing and think I should be there, or I think I'm smarter than that person, or I'm more friendly or whatever. So why aren't I getting the results? And it will crush you if you let it. It will. And you just don't know because so much of the value you get out of your journey is in the actual journey itself and the challenges and stuff that you have to go through to learn what you have to learn. So you can share that with other people. Absolutely. Amazing. So Sean, I just want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day to come and speak with me in the audience. It's been an absolute blast. You've had so much value to share and yes, it's been a pleasure.
Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I hope we can do it again one day. Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to it. And thank, thank you all to the audience as well. If you're out there listening to this podcast and you've enjoyed our conversation, please go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't yet, you can leave us one of those five-star reviews as well. That helps out a lot and we really love it. Uh, if you want to come on and be an amazing guest, just like Sean was here today, and you have a six-figure plus online business that you want to share your journey with us, we would love to talk for that. Go to PYFpodcast.com. That's the letters PYFpodcast.com. And fill out to come and be on the show. Sean, thanks again. Everybody else, we'll see you next time. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.